hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, part of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. So this week and through the month of March, we're giving away some free stuff. We don't do it very often, so it's kind of exciting. So in a few moments, we're going to tell you how you can win a pair of layover blankets from Red Cover Blankets. Red is actually an acronym for Relax, Exhale, Dream, and they're perfect for flying, traveling by rail, or in the car on a road trip. So the owner and founder of Red Sleep Innovations, Rick Rupchan, is going to join us to tell us more about the layover blankets themselves and just how easy it is for you to enter to win. And then we'll head to Orlando, Florida and visit the Melia Orlando Celebration Hotel, located only minutes from all the attractions Orlando has to offer. And later in the podcast, we're going to learn about exploring and learning the culture of the Philippines by taking a food tour. But let's get things going this week by giving you a chance to win a pair of layover blankets from Red Cover Blankets. So joining us now to tell us more about the Red Cover Blankets themselves and how you can enter to win is the owner and founder of Red Sleep Innovations, the company behind the layover blankets, Rick Ropchan. Their website is redcover.ca. Hi, Rick. Hey, how's it going, Randy? Thanks it's, for having us again. It's uh, going well. I'm excited. We're going to give away uh, some of these Red Cover layover blankets. But uh, before we do that and give all the details, tell me a little bit about, little bit about uh, Red Sleep Innovations. Uh, well, Red Sleep Innovations is, is really a, at its foundation. We're we're a, a, a bedding company. Um, we've expanded our our line to to really focus on blankets right now. Um, what we've done is we've redesigned the blanket. We're in that you know quote unquote wearable blanket um, space. Although we're we're like no other wearable blanket that's out there. We're not gimmicky with sleeves or big overstuffed. Um, hoodies that you put on. We're actually two blankets. We're we're a Canadian company, Canadian-made blanket, patented product. That's us only. Uh, and what we've done is we've been able to um, to redesign the blanket. So it's probably the best darn blanket someone will ever use. It's once it's being used, you've got free movement for your arms and upper body, but you it never falls off you. It always stays on your on your person, and you always stay warm. Well, that's the key, staying warm and being comfortable, and we are giving away a pair of red cover layover blankets. We should explain, though, that red is an acronym, so just explain what red stands for so people know that they're not getting a red layover blanket if they win. Well, they can get a red one. We do have red in color, but red actually is an acronym for Relax, Exhale, Dream. Um, and, you know, we, we figure we, we offer opportunities for people to escape to a place of comfort um, when, when they're wearing our product. So, uh, so yeah, the company is, is, is derived, the red derives from, uh, from that acronym, Relax, Exhale, Dream. And when you do go on your website, redcover.ca, you do give a nice explanation of how these layover blankets can be used. And importantly, about you know, you talk about staying warm, but you have the fresh air. Like if you're talking about traveling on an aircraft, which uh, comes to mind here, you have the the air blowing over you, giving you fresh air. But that's also kind of cools you down. This keeps you warm, but keeps you the fresh air uh, moving, right? Yeah, on the site, there's a real neat little video explaining really the new, now the new safety and, and just your own um, peace of mind that, that goes on when you get on a plane. I mean, times have changed. We've, you know, we've just, we're coming out of 
two years of uh, of lockdown and um, and issues with uh, with viruses, um, a lot of people don't realize that that air vent isn't just designed to keep you cool. What the air vent does, and science has proven it, uh, it pushes down particulars, viruses, um, bacteria, it pushes it down down to your feet. So you should really, when you sit down in your seat, turn that air vent on at all times. Now, the bad part about that is, of course, they don't give out blankets anymore. Blankets are a, are a done deal on planes unless you're sitting way up in the front. Um, so we've designed, one of our product lines is the layover blanket, which is what we're giving away on your show um, uh, through March for, uh, for spring break and for vacationers that are now going out. Um, this blanket is designed so it, it's um, small enough to go into our, our knapsack that it comes with, so you you stuff it into this into the knapsack, and you put your other stuff in there if you need your. Um, and when you get on the plane, you, you put it on. You can wear it uh, either pull it up over your head as a hood, or you can just wear it normally. Turn on your air, and it will uh, it will keep you warm and comfortable and um, and stylish looking. Mm-hmm. Well, sitting in your seat. Uh, and yeah, and it's important to to note too that it's not bulky. It can fit in your carry on, and it's uh, it's very easy to carry with you. Oh, ab- ab- absolutely. And it, like I said, it does come with its own uh, little uh, drawstring knapsack. You throw it over your shoulders and, um, and and off you go. And, of course, there's always room in there to shove other stuff in because you know what it's like when you travel. There's <laughs> never enough spaces to put stuff. That's what it seems. So let's, uh, let's explain to uh, our listeners how they can win. Well, we um, what, we, what we're asking is people to uh, to go on the site, either on your site, and come to us uh, through um, through the links, or come to us directly at redcover.ca. Uh, put in your name, and uh, you and I, like we did last year, we are going to be um, giving away two blankets um, through the through the 13th and 24th of March, and then on the 27th of March, we'll be having four blankets um, grand prize giveaway on your show. You'll be drawing and announcing the uh, the winners on your show. Um, Every week going forward, and uh, and we'll get these blankets out to the winners, and uh, and hopefully they can um, take them with them on their vacations. Mm-hmm. Simple enough. That's all you have to do is just go to either redcover.ca or theinformedtraveler.org, uh, enter your name, and listen to see uh, if you've won, and then we'll contact the winners next week. We'll be doing uh, two draws, like you mentioned, uh, on next week's show, and the the following week, and at the end of uh, March, we'll do a draw for four layover blankets. So it's very exciting. Again, the website, redcover.ca. Enter your name. And Rick Rupchen is the founder of Red Sleep Innovations, the company behind the Red Cover layover blankets. Uh, Good to chat, Rick. We'll be talking with you next week with the winners. Thanks a lot, Randy. Well, there's lots of things going on in Orlando, Florida this year as Walt Disney World celebrates its 50th anniversary. And one place to stay if you are planning on taking in Disney World or any of the other many attractions in Orlando is the Melia Orlando Celebration Hotel. And here to tell us more about the Melia Orlando Celebration is Antonio Baez. He is the Senior Director of Operations for the U.S. for Melia Resorts. The website is melia.com. Hi, Antonio. 
Hi, how are you today? I'm well, thank you. I'm excited to learn about the uh, Melia Orlando celebration. Uh, there's lots of celebrations going on in Orlando uh, this year, particularly Walt Disney World's uh, 50th anniversary. We will talk about that uh, in a few minutes. But uh, uh, your website does mention, speaking of Walt Disney World, that your uh, the Melia Orlando celebration is a Walt Disney World good neighbor. Let's start there. What does a good neighbor with Walt Disney World mean? Well, we are quite honored that there is only two hotels in the Celebration area. Celebration was a town developed by Disney Company 25 years ago. Um, let's say that the, 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 the location of the hotel is therefore amazing in order to visit the, any of the theme parks. But not only Disney. For instance, Epcot is just four miles away from the hotel. Magic Kingdom is just six miles, but also Universal is only... 11 miles, and SeaWorld is 7 miles. So the, the location of the hotel is something that gives some uniqueness in, in the market. And also, being part of the Celebration Town, that I mentioned, it was designed by, by Disney, and it was recognized by Forbes magazine as one of the top 10 prettiest neighbors, neighbor cities in, in the United States. So everything around the hotel is just, is just amazing. So I don't have to go very far to see all those major attractions then, do I? No. The, as I mentioned, the central location of the hotel is just five minutes drive to the major attraction, attractions and ten minutes to any of the Disney hotel, and no more than 20 minutes to Universal. Sometimes if you are located in the Disney area, you are quite far from Universal or vice versa, and we are just in the middle of of everything. So... Whatever reason brings you to Orlando, it's a theme park, it's an attraction, it's the shopping, it's a nature, probably you will find in less than 20 minutes drive radius. And mm-hmm. this, is, this is great to know. Also the airport, the airport is just 19 minutes. Uh, so how many rooms? And uh, let's, you know, can you tell me uh, the different types of rooms? It seems like you can accommodate uh, just about uh, any size of uh, like a, a larger family or just a couple or a smaller family, right? Yeah, we can accommodate from two to eight people. We have one bedroom suites and also two bedroom suites. With, uh, so there is quite flexibility. The, the, the rooms are so spacious. You have a full kitchen there, living room, and then the room. So uh, every single room has also a terrace and a balcony. So is right now that people really appreciate open air. You can enjoy dinner from. You can ask for a room service and enjoy dinner by your terrace, looking at the, the, the pool area, or looking at the gardens and outside of the hotel. So, it's quite. It's, it's quite an experience. Mm-hmm. Well, I am looking at some of the uh, photos. Again, it's on the uh, Melia website, melia.com. Uh, the pool area looks amazing. Well, the pool is really the, the heart of the hotel, um, meaning that because when we realize that there is, if you are planning to go to Orlando, there is more than 180,000 rooms to choose, So, and we are just 240. Then sometimes it's so 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 big to, to be small. I, I really like it because it's a boutique hotel with um, low density construction. There is just five floors. Um, you really get the space in order to, to connect with yourself. So this is not a big box hotel whatsoever. So I'm very glad that we can offer a boutique service by them. So meaning, uh, talking about the, the pool, the pool is in the real center of the hotel. The hotel has a kind of uh, question mark shake, uh, shape, 
um, everything that happened uh, by the pool area, like our live concerts, DJs, yoga by the pool, sport games, master classes. So this is really the, the, the scenario of the hotel. The shape of the hotel is kind of uh, amphitheater, if you can see on the picture of the website. So by the convenience of looking from the terrace of your room or, or enjoying, and I usually say to my sales team that the vision of the hotel is we are becoming an entertainment and gastronomy venue that, by the way, we have some rooms to sell. So rooms is really not the core of our business. We need to provide an excellent entertainment and a gastronomy that stand out of the 180,000 rooms that we will mention in, in the market. So we are small, so we need to differentiate and provide some unique, uh, something authentic. Mm-hmm. And I think that lesson learned from, from the COVID, people are looking for that, looking for outdoor venues, restaurants that can give you something local, something unique. And I, I, I read a lot of about the, the Canadian market that you, you really appreciate that kind of local connectivity and sustainability. And that's the reason that we are not offering any of the regular FM restaurant franchise model, which is quite popular in, in Orlando. So we, we signed an agreement with a company called In Good Company, and they are the best-in-class F&B operator in, in New York City. Um, we are so proud that we partner with them. Just a brief note about them, they have been recognized at the best rooftop in the world for five years in a row in just one of the restaurants in Manhattan. So this is the, the quality of the experience, of the gastronomic experience that we are bringing to the Meliorland. To the Meliorland. Uh, this is a special year for uh, visiting uh, Orlando. It's uh, Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Any celebrations uh, going on at the uh, Malia Orlando celebration? Yeah. Um, there is a food program with the 50th anniversary uh, Disney Hotel. We, we partnership with them, obviously, because we are good neighbors. And also, on top of the Disney celebrations, we have a full program in order to have every single month, we create a concept called 12 Months, 12 Reasons to Stay at Melia Orlando. So every single month is dedicated to a theme. So uh, from the music, from from the from the decoration, everything is related to one particular um, theme. For instance, right now, we are in the well-being month. So everything is uh, uh, related to well-being activities, yoga. We have a wellness room. Uh, we also have we have 10 wellness rooms, to be precise, that we sign an agreement with Deepa Chopra. So uh, you will find in that room an air purifier, vitamin C shower. There is a lot of devices that we and Delos, which is the, the company of Deepa Chopra, um, we are we we have this nice joint venture between between us, so people can enjoy a completely well-being experience at the convenience of the room. So we are trying to, to, to tailor made the specific needs of the specific guests. Anything uh, you want to add that I might have missed? Talking about the, the 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 rooms, we have also rooms dedicated to to sport fans. We have uh, the uh, peloton room, so you can. You can enjoy a private fitness experience as well at the convenience of, of your room. Also, we have the mirror, um, um, and we have uh, we also have rooms uh, dedicated to pet lovers. So we are a pet-friendly hotel, 
So we try to accommodate every, any special needs. Now we are launching to any of your travel agents. You can, you can contact any of your travel agents. And we have some kind of marketing campaign called weather warranty, meaning that if the temperature of the Orlando area is in the maximum temperature, it's not hitting at least 60 degrees, we will reimburse back the, the, the cost of the knife of that day. So it's something that we are sending to the market in order to attract people that probably are suffering a, a long winter. <laughs> well, that is good to know. It's the uh, Melia Orlando celebration. Again, you can find more information on the Melia website, melia.com. Antonio Baez is the Senior Director of Operations for the U.S. Uh, for Melia. It was uh, fun chatting with you, Antonio. Thank you. No, thank you. We miss you. Well, food is always a big part of traveling somewhere, experiencing the different dishes and tastes of the place you're visiting. And a great way to combine exploring the area and learning about the different types of food is by taking a food tour. And one place that's known for its food tours is the Philippines. So joining us now to talk about the Philippines and taking a food tour there is Soleil Tropicales. She is the tourism director for the Philippine Department of Tourism in North America. The website is philippinetourism.com. Co. Hi, Soleil. Hi, Randy. Before we begin about food tours, I just have to ask you this. I, I have a note here that says there are 7,641 islands that make up the Philippines. Is that true? Yes, that is true. We <laughs> that's, have an that's incredible. We have a lot of islands. <laughs> yeah. I just had to ask because, like, wow, that is a lot of islands. Um, but let's talk a little bit about uh, the food tours uh, that you have available in the Philippines. I would think this is a great way just to explore the Philippines if you've never been, uh, like myself, right? You get a good, mm-hmm. good uh, kind of overview of the culture. Uh, and, you know, we all got to eat, right, Soleil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, um, well... As you can imagine, with the more than 7,600 islands, we have a lot of activities that you could do in the Philippines, water-based, land-based. But of course, one of the most interesting experiences that you could have in the Philippines is try our cuisine. So how popular are these uh, food tours? Um, I mean, like I said, we all got to eat, right? doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. these are, are, are focused, uh, obviously, on the different types of foods and uh, different types mm-hmm. of things you can, you can experience, right? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, you know, when a tourist goes to the Philippines, um, they always uh, try beach activities or go diving, go adventure, um, do adventure activities or surfing. And... You know, the highlight of that is always, um, you know, eating afterwards. We have this um, um, culinary culture wherein we eat with our hands and we have a Buddha fight wherein, you know, all the food, um, the, the main dish, the rice are all in one table and you eat with your rice. So that's, that's something very unique with our um, culinary culture. The food is one thing, but there's all these mm-hmm. uh, other types of, of norms and just ways of doing things that uh, people should <laughs> probably learn. And this is what they would yes. learn, I, w- I would assume, on a, on a food tour, right? Yes, that's right. That's right. It's very interesting. It's, it's a very much different from what we're used to here in North America, but it's something worth trying. 
So give me an example of what a typical food tour would be. Like, are we talking about day tours or are we talking about maybe a, a week or so where you get to see other parts of, of the Philippines rather than just being in one area? Yeah, definitely. Um, usually, um, North American travelers, when they go to the Philippines, they spend at least 10 to 14 days with the travel time. And uh, they would visit uh, two to three um, islands. Uh, to have different, you know, um, experiences. And um, when it comes to culinary tour, it is usually um, <clears throat> included in their uh, tour packages, like for, let's say, uh, an island hopping. Um, and then uh, together with it would be a culinary experience where they would eat a seafood buffet um, in an island or even in a boat. And um, like um, one particular um a city or province that we promote as a culinary destination is uh, Cebu, mm -hmm. which is in the heart of the Philippines. Yeah, and um, if you know Anthony Bourdain, bless his soul, he went there um, um, in Cebu and tried our um, roasted pig or what we call the lechon. He said that it's the best pig in the world. <laughs> so just imagine that. Anthony Bourdain said that. So, yeah, so when you go to Cebu, you get to um, enjoy the beaches, uh, go diving, um, explore the cultural uh, gems of the city. But aside from that, the food there, the lechon, we have um, chocolate uh, places there to try. It's uh, It adds to the experience of the travelers. Here's here's one issue that, uh, that uh, I'm not sure if it comes up or not, but what if you're uh, with mm -hmm. a group or something like that and you have someone that has a fussy eater or just can't, you know, eat some of the foods there? Does that ever come up and, and how do you handle that? Well, we have a variety of um, choices for, you know, preferences of different travelers. It's a reality that some people would not, uh, would see would not feel comfortable eating a different cuisine, um, and that's fine. And um, although, as a traveler, also we expect that you know they would they would try new things. So when when whenever we have a group, uh, we would ask them if they have any food preferences or allergy, um, so that we can manage the, their expectation as much as possible. But we we are hoping that these um, culinary travelers are really adventurous to try um, new uh, new dishes and new um, and, and ingredients. Yeah, I, I, I would I would hope that if you're doing a culinary tour, you're kind of open to uh, different types of foods. Uh, tell me about some of the desserts, though. We always talk about you know the main dishes and things like that, but it looks mm -hmm. like uh, looking at some of the images here that uh, yeah. the desserts look really good too. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a good thing that you mentioned that. Um, one of the key ingredients that we have that is making waves now is uh, our ube, or it's like the purple yam. So that is a very unique ingredient in our um, desserts. We use that in like almost all our desserts, and the most famous one is the halo-halo, or the mix-mix. If it's translated directly to English, it means mix-mix. <laughs> it's a mix of if I'm not mistaken, at least 12, at least, at least 12 uh, different kinds of ingredients in one bowl or in one glass. It's it's a cold um, uh, dessert with crushed ice, and it's flavor. Imagine it with all the 12 ingredients coming together with the ube, with the ice cream, with 
corn with um with langka or beans uh it's 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 a party in your in your mouth. <laughs> uh, tell me about some of the uh, foods that you like, or, or some of the the main dishes that you would see on a typical tour. Yeah. Okay. So I've mentioned about the the seafood buffet. Of course, since we are an archipelago, we are surrounded by sea, so it's very easy for us to serve something fresh from the ocean. And uh, we have the budo fight. So it's something uh, that you eat. Um, you know, different kinds of dishes on a table with your hands. And um, I will uh, mention uh, a few famous uh, Filipino dishes like adobo. Have you heard about that? Mm-mm. So it uh, nope. can, be a, can be a pork, it can be a chicken or even beef. And it's, uh, it's, um, it has the soy sauce and vinegar. In it, that's one of the, those are some of the basic um, ingredients mm-hmm. and garlic. So, um, and then we also have, um, in terms of soup, we have um, sinigang. So it's a sour soup, and it actually was named as the best soup in the world by World at Last oh. um, last year. So it's a sour soup. Um, so um, and, and it has the meat as well. So it can be pork, um, fish, or um, shrimp, and it has a lot of vegetables. So it's it's very healthy, and uh, you know when you drink that, it's best during um, rainy season or when it's colder in the Philippines. Well, that uh, that and, gets to my next point. When is a good time to visit the Philippines? Well, since we are an archipelago. Um, it's it's a year-round destination. So I say that because we only have two seasons, the dry and the wet one. <laughs> so let's say um, it's raining in the northern part of the Philippines, then it's totally sunny and perfectly fine in the central part of the Philippines. So it, it really, it's, it's a year-round destination. But in terms of um, the, the summer season, it starts from... Um, March or April until July. So that's that's those are the months that are the hottest in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, just getting there, uh, obviously, there's probably uh, one or two main hubs, and then from there, you kind of branch out into the over seven thousand islands <laughs> that the Philippines oh, yes, has. Yes, right? Yeah, so, that's right. We we have direct flights from uh, Vancouver and Toronto by Philippine Airlines. To Manila, which is the capital, mm-hmm. and then from there we have a lot of um, flights already connecting domestically around the Philippines, and we even have seaplanes uh, that can um, get you directly to the islands. Well, it all sounds very exciting. Check out the website philippinetourism.co, and Soleil Tropicalis is the tourism director uh, for the Philippines Department of Tourism, North America offices. Obviously, there's lots to do in the Philippines, but food is a big part of it. So uh, I appreciate your insight, Soleil. Thank you so much, Randy. And just to let everyone know, the Philippines is now open to uh, foreign leisure travelers from visa-free countries, and Canada is one of those countries. So you're all welcome to visit the Philippines now. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website, theinformedtraveler.org. 
So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know. Leave a review. Tell a friend. Or you can drop me a line. My email is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler. Or follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.org.